Welcome to She Breeds, where the goal of every podcast episode is to inspire and empower women to up-level and lean in to the best versions of themselves. I hope you enjoy. Hello, my friends. It is the last day of January, which is very hard to believe. The month has kind of flown yet dragged on. So, um, I mean, it's been a very full month and lots of good is going on. So I also wanted to say that this wraps up my first full month as a podcaster, an official podcaster. I had a couple of episodes at the end of December, but January was the first full month that I had a full set of episodes. So that's super exciting. And I've been, you know, analyzing things I can do better. And I've learned a lot with the tech, you know, aspect of it. I'm just starting to learn about the marketing components of it because honestly, I just am having a lot of fun with it. So it sort of reminds me of when I started my mom blog called Zealous Mom. And I started that in 2012 when my youngest son Case was three or four months old. And totally just, I manifested it now that I think about it because I had this vision and I wanted to start a blog. You know, this when blogs were really popular. I mean, they're still popular, but this was the early days of blogging where it was, you know, the internet wasn't as crazy busy as it is now. And so the blogging community was a really close-knit group of people and the mom bloggers were a really close-knit group of moms and we would all see each other at conferences every year and we would read each other's blogs and support them and comment on each other and it was it was a really fun time and it felt like a very supportive community then as your kids grow older you kind of feel you know weird like you know writing too much about them because they're becoming their own people and they're becoming individuals and it's more about their experience in life and less about you know how I'm coping with things as a mom so anyway also I just sort of you know when my mom passed away and the divorce happened it kind of felt uncomfortable to get on there and and I talked about those things and I think it helped a lot of women who who are going through those similar experiences but it just didn't have the same vibe for me um, after I went through those two periods of grief. And so I sort of shifted into much more into column writing and um, deeper blog topics and anyway. So now this podcast in its infancy sort of feels like that blog did back in its infancy. And so that's a really exciting thing. But I have been thinking about some things I can do better going forward. And top on the list is to talk more slowly I've always been a very fast talker, and I'll have to tell you why, because it's a very interesting story. When I was little, I had a stutter. So it was, I had a hard time getting out words that started with S and N. I remember those two very specifically, but there were a number of words that I had trouble getting out. And I'm sure that this caused a lot of deep set trauma and probably why I don't love to public speak or probably why I mean, I'm, you know, I'm better at speaking, much better now because I've had to speak at pretty big events. But in high school and college, I hated to stand up in front of the class and speak. And I'm sure it was because when I was little, I, I stuttered and I didn't know if I could get the words out or not. So, you know, I would, I just, you know, I would be trying to say something like, um, even my own name, like Susanna, sometimes it'd be like, you know, it'd be hard to get out. And so I was like really little, like kindergarten, I remember. And my mom asked the pediatrician, 
you know, I didn't, I never went to a speech pathologist, but I should have. But my mom asked the pediatrician what was going on. And he said, sometimes when little kids are thinking really quickly and they want to get their words out, their, their words basically like, I, I couldn't get my words out as quickly as my, as my mind was racing. So I was trying to say all these things, but my mind, my brain hadn't quite caught up with my vocal cords. And so there was a disconnect. And as I grew up, I totally grew out of it. Um, but yeah, I just, so ever since then, I've always talked really fast. And I don't know if it was my way to compensate from stuttering or, or it was my way to go ahead and get those quick thoughts out. But people would joke around because in the South, I'm from North Carolina, and in the South, most people talk very slowly and I do not. My best friend in high school, her dad used to joke around with me because he, you know, that was back in the day with the answer machines. And he used to joke around with me that I, he had to slow down the answer machine whenever I left a message for my friend because he couldn't understand anything I was saying at the regular speed with which I was talking. So he had to put it on slow motion. So I always thought that was funny. So um, my most popular podcast episode so far has been the Q&A I did with my sister at the end of December. I love you, Savannah. And this is the one where we talked about the hot topics in skincare for 2023. So she's a brilliant esthetician in the DC area and we covered a lot of great topics. So if you're into skincare, which we all should be, take a listen to that episode and you'll learn a lot. The rest of my episodes have gotten really great traction as well and I wanna say thank you to everyone for that. I'm having a lot of fun and like I've said, the goal of this podcast is to educate and empower women, you know, and to help us all connect and realize that we're not alone in this life and that, you know, we all have a chance to, to dig a little deeper and lean into the absolute best versions of ourselves, even though there's lots of hardships as well. But um, connection, connection with others is huge. And that is one of my main goals for this podcast. So throughout this month, um, so my goal with January was to really try to talk about a lot of topics about purpose and healthy living and uh, manifestation and just things that will really, you know, I interviewed Beth Sanderson, who is a Beth Sanderson Hooper. I always call her Beth Sanderson because I knew her before, before I knew and I know her dad and things like that. Beth Sanderson Hooper. Um, she is a wellness lifestyle coach and we talked a lot about how, you know, you can lose weight and you can get fit, but it's really until you work on this stuff deep inside and you shed some of that heavier emotional stuff, that's when you're really gonna shed the outer weight that you're carrying around or any weight that you're carrying around. So that was a, another really good episode. But all of January, I was just really trying to focus on topics that would really help empower women and drive you closer to your purpose. With it being the new year and the first month of the year, that was my goal. And so throughout the month, I talked some about Gabby Bernstein, who is a spiritual guru, writer, um, and one of, the, one of her mantras is, whatever you appreciate, you create more of. Whatever you appreciate, you create more of. And that really resonated with me, so it's become one of my life mantras. I printed it out and it's um, behind my computer at my desk area. And basically it just means, you know, if you're focusing on the bad in your life, if you're focusing on the stress in your life, you're gonna create more of that. If you're focusing on or appreciating the good in your life and the positive and the high energy, then you're going to create more of that. That's just the basic law of attraction. You know, whatever you focus on, you create more of. And so, you know, you know, I'm just working to attract more good in my life. So this next part is about this mantra. 
Um, so back to my mom blog, I had this ongoing series that where at the end of each month, I would talk about five or five, sometimes it was 10, but usually five things to smile about during that month. I think it might've been 10 sometimes, but anyway, so basically I would sit down and I would just scroll through pictures and kind of think about the month and think about five things or five situations that really made me smile and really made me, you know, grateful. And I have decided to carry on this um, series with the podcast because I remember how good it used to make me feel because I was appreciating the good instead of kind of focusing on, oh, it's so hard being a mom or I can't get these meal plans going or I can't juggle all the activities or, you know, marital stress and etc. So instead of trying to appreciate or focus on the negative, I did these, you know, things to smile about series. And so, yeah, I've decided to continue that with this podcast. So this morning, as I was donating blood, I have O negative blood, so I try to donate as often as I can. Um, but I just always get, even though, knock on wood, I have no, not passed out. Um, however, I'm, you know, hopefully that won't happen. But I chug lots of water before I give blood, and I really try to get into a good mindset and I always eat a good breakfast. But anyway, it's still always a little bit nerve wracking when you see that that needle go into your arm. And so when he put the needle in my arm, I'm like, oh gosh. And so instead of thinking about that, I started scrolling through my phone and trying to find the things that I'm going to talk about for this podcast. And so I'm going to share with you five things to smile about in my month of January. And my goal for you is for you to do the same thing. So it's the last day of the month. Now we can look forward to a new, fresh, exciting month of February. And I would love for you to do the same exercise. You don't have to have a podcast or a blog or any kind of public forum to simply sit down with your journal and your favorite warm beverage, maybe light a candle and get somewhere quiet and just write down however many things you wanna write down. I had more than five, but I thought just to condense it into this podcast, I chose five things to smile about. And as you'll see, these don't have to be grandiose things. These, these can be small moments or, or just a simple interaction or, you know, something like that. So for me, here are the five things to smile about January. Number one, watching kids play basketball. This is funny because I did not think I was going to enjoy this basketball season. I mean, I thought I would enjoy it, but I thought it was going to be overwhelming. So four, we have four kids in the house. Um, the oldest, my boyfriend's oldest daughter is in college. So we're a blended family and we still have four kids in the house. And this year, all four of them decided to play basketball. Um, the, the one, um, so one is a big basketball player. So she, so we knew that she was going to play, but the other three had not played in the past and so that was kind of a surprise um or that they, they didn't play last year um my youngest one did play last year but he, but he played on a smaller league like a league that was less time consuming so my younger son played travel basketball and the other three played on their they all made their school teams and they all ended up starting they all worked really hard this year so we were like bouncing around to basketball games every day except for sunday and it ended up being so fun i mean I think it's just watching kids play sport is something that brings me like maximum joy because they're just so into it and they work so hard and they are just so cute and they are so inspiring to me. Not just our kids, my kids, but all kids. And, you know, it's so it's been just really joyful to watch them play and work really hard and grow and improve 
and connect with their teammates and connect with their coaches and just see all the memories that they're making. And I mean, I was the mom, the basketball mom. I had the basketball earrings. I had the sporting the gear, you know, because when I, I, I follow the motto, if, if you can't get out of it, get into it. So instead of being like, oh gosh, I'm going to spend all this time with these basketball games, I switched it around and I was like, heck yeah, I'll spend all these time basketball games with my basketball earrings. Um, so that, that was fun. That was number one. And tonight I got to wrap up this podcast because there's another basketball game tonight. So number two, uh, second thing that made me smile this month were my boys' birthdays. My oldest son, Brooks, turned 14 on January 19th and Case turned 11 on January 20th. And in one of my previous episodes, I talked about the funny story of, um, or I think I did, or maybe I wrote about it in a column, but I had Brooks on January 19th and he begged me to not be in the hospital on his birthday. So somehow I held his brother in for one more night and then had his brother the next day and barely made it to the hospital because I was teaching at the time and went into labor while I was teaching and my water broke in the lobby of the hospital. So I barely made it to the hospital. Um, Definitely no time for meds. And within like an hour and a half, I was sitting crisscross applesauce on the bed holding my infant. Um, But anyway, January is always fun for me because my boys' birthdays are in this month. And also this in mid-month is when Brooks got the really scary bacterial skin infection. And so that was a very stressful time. Um, But when we got back from the hospital on Saturday, I had had my younger son's birthday party planned on Sunday, and we still made it happen. It still ended up being really fun. It was just a very small, tight-knit group of people and family, and it ended up being really, really sweet and fun. For Brooks, we had to wait a couple weeks with his um, hospital stay and all of that, but we ended up doing something so fun this past weekend, and that is actually um, the next thing on the list. So I will get to that with number three. But yeah, so number two is just watching my boys grow and into young men and wishing them happy birthday and remembering their birth stories and just really honoring them and letting them be special on their big days. So number three, breakout games. Okay, so breakout games and the SNW cafeteria in downtown Asheville. So basically, uh, Brooks wanted to go to an escape room for his birthday, and I was like, no way, not doing it. Um, But the more I learned about it, I realized that they don't actually lock the door, and it's more of like a challenge and not so much as like a scary thing. So literally on the way to the breakout room, I decided I was going to do it. So we paid for an extra person, and all of us did it, all for the kids, and Brooks' girlfriend came, and she's super cute. So we had five, you know, adolescents slash teenagers, and Matthew and me. And so there were seven of us and we barely figured it out. Well, we figured it out in 54 minutes and some seconds, but it ended up being, oh my gosh, so much fun. Like the adrenaline rush and the trying to figure it out. And it was definitely more challenging than I thought it would be. After we did that, we went over to the SNW cafeteria, which you can Google it and see how beautiful this building is, but it's an art deco building. It's the architecture, you know, art, art deco style. And it was, um, it was um, designed by Douglas Ellington, which was a famous architect that, that designed a lot of buildings in downtown Asheville. So downtown Asheville has a lot of Art Deco, and if you've been there, it's a really, really fun, funky, pretty, beautiful, awesome city. So, um, and they had these, a food hall where they had all these kind of really amazingly delicious food stalls. So we went to the breakout games, and then we went over to the food hall, and we all got the food that we wanted, and it was, healthy and fun and 
After that, we went to the French Broad Chocolate Lounge, which is a, another fun hotspot for tourists. So yeah, that whole experience in downtown Asheville that day was definitely something that made all of us smile in January. So that was number three on my list, and that was just a really, really fun. It was like a five-hour period. We really embraced the fun and the energy of downtown Asheville, and just all of us got home, and we all said that was so much fun. We need to go to downtown Asheville more often. So number four, spiritual signs. I talked a lot this month about me trying to, you know, manifest certain things and I've offered some advice on manifestation and the spiritual signs that I saw when Brooks was in the hospital were so powerful to me that ugh, it not only makes me smile, but it gives, gives me chills. So, you know, I, I, you can go back and listen to the one about when the universe throws curveballs and then the one, um, after that where I talk about the experience of him getting suddenly sick with a high fever of 104 and it being a really bizarre bacterial skin infection and when we were still in that place of when we were still unsure what was going on I was so emotional and I got into the car and I just needed a sign I just needed a sign from the universe that I needed to calm down and the next song to come on my Spotify was a song called All Is Well and that is an affirmation I have hanging up in my office and it is an affirmation that means a lot to me and that was the next song that came on when I asked the universe for a sign so that was really powerful and then we get to the hospital and painted all up and down the pediatric hallway is or are hummingbirds and hummingbirds are my mom's favorite bird and it is a sign that she is watching over me so when we walked up onto the pediatric unit, unit where he would stay to get the IV antibiotics there were hummingbirds everywhere and those two things signs from the universe definitely made me smile this month really really powerful Okay, number five, and this one's simple, but it made me smile, and that is Scrabble. We are a big Scrabble family. We love Scrabble, and one of Brooks's birthday gifts was this new deluxe version where it has a rotating uh, game board and also the tiles lock in, so you don't have to worry about the tiles sl sliding around, and you don't have to like twist your body around or walk around the table when it's your turn because the game board swivels why they didn't think of this sooner i have no idea and maybe people were smart and they put it on a lazy susan so they thought of it themselves which actually now that i think about it we could have done that but anyway um so we've played many rounds of scrabble past couple weeks and it's been super fun we, hilarious words we've learned new rules there are actual scrabble rules and we've been trying to stick to them so that it's not taken 500 years or people aren't arguing about this word or that word or is it a real word or is it a proper noun or not so if you follow the rules then the game gets you know pretty clear and efficient and also really fun because there's no questions about what the rules are so so yeah I just um that's it those are the things that made me smile this month and now just even doing this podcast is making me happy because it makes me go back and reflect on some really awesome things you know it's really easy to just fly through a month and not even like hardly remember anything and I think that's one of the reasons that I love taking tons of pictures because I like to just go back you know they're not to post on social media they're not even to print out most of the time but it's just to kind of remember you know just kind of it's so easy to forget we think that we're going to remember I say this to my 10 year old all the time because he's an artist and he has all these ideas all the time for comic books and these things he wants to write and draw when he gets older and I'll say, write all of it down. Just write it all down. Put, put the dates on things. Make notes. And he's like, I'll remember. I'll definitely remember this superhero or villain. And I say, yeah, you think so. But time passes and you won't remember. So that's something I tell him a lot. But I hope you've all had a really good month. I'm sure there's been ups and downs 
and turnarounds. But I appreciate you all listening and I'm really grateful for this community. And as we go into February, I will share this more in my first February podcast, but for the month of February, we're going to focus a little bit up on some romance and relational type stuff with it being the month of Valentine's. I'm not a huge cheesy Valentine's person, but I do like to focus on strengthening relationships and I also like to focus on I'm really curious about the concept of love and relationships and being known by another person. And so some of the episodes will focus on those topics. And one of them is either going to uh, talk about the feng shui of a bedroom and how your bedroom should be so the feng shui is maximized for love and romance. Um, But more to come on that. Well, I hope you all have a great afternoon. And thank you again for listening. And happy last day of January and take care and I'll see you on the next episode. If you are enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. My goal is to share information and inspiration so that women feel seen, heard, and empowered. Also, if you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please share. Lastly, if you have a topic or idea that you want to hear more about, or if you want me to expound upon a topic I've previously discussed, please let me know. Message me on any of my social media platforms or email at susanna.shetley at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.